Hey everybody, welcome to Local Business Hacks Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Case, and I'm on a mission to help you. Every week we're gonna be talking to local business owners and experts to get their best tips, tricks, and hacks to grow your business. This show is designed to teach you, inspire you, and motivate you to take massive action and start to build your future-proof business. Whether you're just starting off or you're taking your existing business to the next level, this episode is for you. So let's get started. Hey listeners, Carl Case, Head of Business Development at Referizer, joined today by Teresa Hatter, franchisee of Radiant Waxing. Teresa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks a ton, Carl. I appreciate you having me. Of course. So I personally know a little bit of your story, but if you don't mind, tell our listeners, how did you come to Radiant Waxing and what has been the journey to get to this point? Okay, sure. So I've been involved in franchising for a really long time, kind of my whole adult life, really, through several different restaurant brands. And I didn't, honestly, I had zero idea there would be a business in waxing, really no idea. <laughs> we were living in Boise, Idaho, uh, which is where the brand was born. And it just kind of kept coming across uh, to us in different circles. People would say, have you guys ever thought about this? Or I heard they're getting ready to franchise. And so anyway, we ended up being their first franchise location. And yeah, it has been a bit of a learning curve and a bit of a roller coaster. I would say going from food to a service industry, there are a lot of similar aspects to it, but for sure, there are a lot of differences And I'm going to stay on this side of the lane here from here on out, I would say. Never say never, but I have said never, never, never to food again. So, Well, welcome to the service space. Yeah. Yeah. It's forever evolving and it's amazing to see how technology is aiding us to both acquire and understand data, which is only helping you as a franchisee. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's a huge piece of things, right? Like we didn't... I don't know if we just didn't have it or I didn't know about it in in my days of running restaurants, but it's a very, very different space when it comes to digital marketing and acquisition. So, Teresa, so I can imagine being in the franchise space for how long have you been in the franchise space? Oh boy, um, 25, six, seven-ish years right in there. So just about the, since the day that you were born. Yes, exactly. Yes. I was born into it. Uh-huh. 1990 baby over here. Yeah. I can imagine that you got stories for days, um, but the theme of our podcast is local business hacks. So I'm going to invite you to share a story that taught you a lesson. And if, and when there was some tricks or tips that you can give our listeners along the way, it would be so appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what I have learned the most, and this doesn't sound very businessy, I'm just going to preface it by that. I had to learn to not take things personally, right? So just the nature of our business, I we have mostly female waxologists in their 20s to early 30s. I just naturally want to mom all of them. I I want to like wait, you're dating who? And and no, 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 let's redirect and you shouldn't buy that car and all the things, right? And so I just naturally became very intertwined in a lot of these people's lives and then they would leave and I would take it so personally, not that they were hurting me, but really that I had failed them in some aspect. 
and had to learn from that as well. But I think really, I just had to learn it's okay. And everybody has their time. And maybe part of it was about how I handled something. And maybe a lot of it had nothing to do with me. So just kind of having to learn that to maybe not be so attached and to not take things so personally. Would you say removing emotions maybe from business? Um, how about distance? I don't know about okay. removal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've, I've got it in me to totally remove it. I'm the same way. Yeah. So far. I feel for people. I'm a people person and we're a people first company. So it makes it difficult sometimes, but I appreciate that advice. It's definitely a, a good one. Let's, yeah. let's transition. Okay. Uh, so Teresa, obviously keeping staff is a topic that everyone struggles with. So if you want, let's focus on how have you learned from those experiences and how do you incentivize staff today? Yeah, definitely. We employ a relatively younger workforce. Again, as I mentioned, generally you're looking mostly females between 20s to early 30s. We've been very fortunate. We have people who've been with us since the beginning at a lot of our salons. I call them OWs for original waxologists. So we've really been fortunate. We have a lot of people who've been around six, seven, eight years. And then of course, people move, people have babies, people have other opportunities. So we, we also have some turnover. We were really very fortunate, I feel, when we reopened after lockdown, we reopened with a full staff. We reopened with everyone. Our girls tend to be untrained therapists a little bit. So little PSA, I guess, for anyone who utilizes service providers, whether it's massage or what waxing, um, people tend to get in that room and just dump all of all the stuff going on with them. And the girls are just by nature, they're very feeling, they're very compassionate people and, and so it was a lot of, if you see 15 people in a day, you've just heard all the bad things happening in 15 people's lives. And while they were making more money than ever before, they were just emotionally drained. So we did see a little turnover, I think, from that in particular. And so I've kind of just really tried to arm my girls with, listen, let's switch topics, you know, let's talk about whatever recipes or hikes or all those kind of things. But that was definitely a challenge, I believe for us. Something that I've learned from our new parent company, WellBiz, is something called a best first day. So really first day, you just really want to just open up your arms, love on them, decorate their space with streamers or cupcakes or just what whatever it might be. Uh, and to do that kind of thing, the environment we're in, they're fairly small spaces. We share a lot of workspace and there's a lot of crossover. So the girls get pretty close, pretty fast, I would say. Yeah. But I would say that is my favorite part of my job is that I get to work with some fabulous, fabulous people. I mean, I wouldn't hire them if I didn't think they were great. And, of course. Um, and I really just feel so lucky. I mean, this morning... I was at one of my salons. I haven't been able to, to be out for a little bit. Got to see some people I hadn't seen for a while. Got to see pictures of someone's new baby. It's just, it's really awesome. cool. And it's my favorite. So That's awesome. Yeah. Teresa, so let's shift gears a little bit. I'm going to give you time. We, we have a few minutes to go over. Maybe another hack that you've learned and a story that taught you that hack. Floor is yours. Well, I would say... 
just pretty recently, I had to be out of town for about four months. We were doing some renovations. So I left town and I was thinking, how's, how's this all going to work? How are these six salons going to run effectively without me popping in every couple of days, making my rounds? And it was great. They didn't need me. <laughs> you know, I felt like, I know, it felt like a huge win. And I did think I'm just wired to always feel like I have to be working, to always feel like I have to be earning my keep. And first of all, I got a lot more done working remotely because I wasn't spending my days driving. But it was also just a really cool feeling like, hey, I, again, I hired these people because I thought they were rock stars. And I'm not nearly as important as I think I am. (laughs) They just don't need me. And I, I don't know. That was pretty amazing. Honestly, it felt pretty... Oh gosh, like I just felt lighter. I felt like, huh, I guess it's okay if on a Tuesday afternoon I can maybe meet a friend for coffee. I don't have to, because it's a weekday, necessarily be in a salon because they don't need me to be there hovering over them. Congratulations on becoming an owner and not an operator. <laughs> yeah. That is, well, uh, that is I still one got of a lot of operator in me, but yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to get to that step. Yeah, it, it felt pretty good. It felt pretty scary a few months ago, but yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. And now you can focus on expanding and how do I do more with the time that I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I opened six of these in eight years. So it's a pretty, pretty quick ramp up and I'm going to just simmer for a minute. I think, well, I don't know. who knows? For a 28-year-old woman, you're doing great. Right, exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Thank you. That's awesome. Well, Teresa, but before we wrap up, tell our listeners how can they get involved with you, with your brand and your locations? Yeah, definitely. I appreciate that, Carl. So I own and operate six radiant waxing salons in Utah, Salt Lake Park City area. And obviously radiantmaxing.com. This is a nationwide brand, but it is a, it's still a bit in its infancy. So I'm not going to say there's one everywhere, but we're starting to cover the country pretty, pretty well. Awesome. So radiantwaxing.com. Teresa, congratulations to you on the success of owning these studios and learning so many lessons along the way. We're proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm sure there are plenty more to come. But I'm very, very happy. I mean, I love doing this. Like I said, service industry for me, at least right now, is where I want to be. So that's awesome. Well, thank you for joining today's podcast. And we're going to call that a wrap. Okay. Thanks a lot, Carl. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Be sure to head over to our site, local business hacks.com, to check out the show notes and send me questions or ideas for future episodes. If you want to grow your business, just like the people you've heard from here, follow Local Business Hacks podcast and tune in for new tips, tricks, and tactics. Until next time, thanks for listening and keep hacking.